taking one more time and take this opportunity to greet each and every one of you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And one for us tonight, just for the time that we have, just to turn to the book of the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 24. St. Matthew, chapter 24. Verse 42. I'm reading you hearing. Watch therefore. For he know not what hour. Your Lord. Doth come. But know this. That if the good man. Of the house had known in what watch. The thief. Would come. He would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be he ready, be he also ready, for in such an hour as they think not, the Son of Man cometh. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord had made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayed his coming, coming and shall begin to smite his and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. Therefore there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. In First Thessalonians 5, but of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child. And they shall not escape. But he brethren are not in darkness. That that day should overtake you. As a thief. He are all the children of light. And the children of the day. We are not of the night. Nor of darkness. Therefore. Let us not sleep. As do others. But let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, 
and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. The Gospel of St. Matthew and the Epistle of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 speaks to the children of the day, the children of light. The disciples had asked a question earlier in the chap in chapter 24 of the gospel of Matthew chapter 24 Jesus had told them that the temple was about to be destroyed and not one stone would be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. And privately, while he was on Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him and asked, when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Jesus proceeds to talk about his coming about the days of tribulation and the wrath that was going to come upon this world. And in verse 42, the passage that we read, he begins to remind his disciples, to encourage them to watch, to be watchful, to stay alert. Believers are called to stay alert. He's talking now about the position and the attitude, rather, of the believers. To stay alert. And I want to ask tonight, are you watching are you watching this was the the last week of Christ being on the earth and these words are very important as to how the disciples and believers in Jesus Christ will conduct themselves waiting for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He said, watch therefore, for he know not what hour your Lord doth come. Our duty 
is to be watchful, looking for the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, there's something significant. We just don't want to read this passage of scripture, the first verse of this passage, 42. He reminds his disciple that the Lord is coming. Who are the persons that are going to be watchful? It is those who consider him Lord. When I say Lord, those who have received or accept his authority over their lives. Not everyone who calls on his name, but those who have conducted themselves living surrendered lives to God. They are to be watchful, to keep awake, to stay alert at all times. Doesn't matter what's happening in the world, the believer's duty is to stay alert, to be watchful and sleepless, not to be overtaken with the darkness. And to be watchful means the believer is engaging his mind upon one thing. He's conscious every hour in everything that he does. He's conscious how he conducts himself in this world. He's conscious of the return of the Lord. He has accepted this truth that the Lord is coming to put an end to sin with a blessing for those who believe in him and that also the wrath of God is going to be poured out upon unbelievers. And so the the, the believer conducts himself In this world, he keeps his mind engaged upon one thing. He's alert at all times. Most of us know that your mind or you're more alert in the day. But in the night, The believer is watchful. And so, Matthew tells us that Jesus encourages his disciples to be watchful. Now, 
every one of us who have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord. He's the savior of this world. But we need to make him the Lord of our lives. Mean, meaning that we have we are living a surrendered life to Christ. Meaning that we have become dead to this world and alive in Christ. Bible tells us that for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination, every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Titus 2, 12 to 13, teaching us that denying ungodliness, that's the grace of God, and worldly loss, we should liberally, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope, the coming of the Lord, and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. The believer waits with an expectation every aspect of his life on the job, at church, at home, in the community. He lives a life that is accepted by God as a holy life, a life that is surrendered, a life that is set apart unto God. Watches one who is surrendered is ready to die. He's ready to face death. That's the believer. His entire mind is so engaged with the Lord that he's prepared to die for him. The truth of the revelation of Jesus Christ, his relationship with the Lord is so strong that he is prepared to lose everything For the sake of Christ. He lives in this world. But he is not of this world. He's looking. Eagerly awaiting. The return. Of our Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ. Now. Jesus goes on to say. But know this. That if the good man. Of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. 
Now the Lord here paints a picture of a, what we would say a professing believer. One who says, I am of Christ. But the attitude does not reflect the true nature of that of such a believer or such a person. Here in this parable, he has the responsibility to look after this house. And he is to watch, watch out, look out for the thief. Giving us an idea that in this house, something precious is in it. Something that will attract a thief. And so, he needs to be faithful. He needs to be alert to watch. And the Lord says, if he had known in what watch. Now, when we speak about watches, we're, we're talking about uh, a time slot broken down in, in quarters. Say from 12 to 3, from 3 to 6, from 6 to 9, from 9 to 12, and go all over again. And so, Jesus is saying that if he had known what watch, what time a thief is planning to come, he would have stayed alert and he would have waited to ensure that when that burglar turns up, he's awake to defend his property. But somewhere along the line, he's living without being watchful. He's living without being watchful. He's not engaging his mind in looking out, in ensuring that his property, that the house is protected at all times. He knew the thief was coming. And he knew he was coming in the night. But he did not stay alert. He may have started to watch. Bolted down his doors. Perhaps put in some extra measures in place. But him as an individual, he grew weary, could not last for that watch when the thief would turn up, for the time that the thief is coming, could not last long enough. As the hours begin to go on, Perhaps midnight. He's still, his eyes are still open. He's still a little bit watchful 
But the sleep is coming on. By 2 a.m., he's gone. And the thief comes. And he, the house is broken up. And he suffers loss. And Jesus says that the believer should be always ready. It is essential for the believer to be ready at all times. For Christ comes unexpectedly. The believer must be diligent. He values his time. He makes sure he's watchful. He makes sure his mind is engaged. One of the one of the the main thing that we can do, brothers and sisters, is to think about the coming of the Lord, what he says about it, and allow this truth to saturate our minds and believe it, not just say it, think about it, meditate on it, that there's going to be a final moment. The Lord himself is coming back. He's going to put an end to all things. When we begin to think about this and what the scripture says about it and allow it to settle in our mind and in our spirit, let it penetrate our heart. Then it begins to affect our attitude in this world, how we conduct ourselves. It will make us watchful. It will affect our decision making. It will affect our desires in this world. It will help us to have a single mind. A mind that's after Christ. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. It gives us a focus. Second Peter 3 verse 11 and 13 saying, Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought he to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Nevertheless, we according to his promise Look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. The believer is looking for this moment. He's eagerly anticipating this moment. He wants to see the Lord Jesus. Where an end will be put to evil. Now, Lord Jesus gave two reasons why we are to be ready. He wants us to understand, brothers, that he is, brothers and sisters, that he is definitely coming. And he's coming in an hour when the unprepared 
will not expect him. In other words, when he shall appear, there's no time to get ready. Unprepared, he will come upon them as a thief in the night. Not for the believers. Because the believers are watching. But those who are unprepared, he will appear as a thief in the night. The professing believer is going to be caught. Or the professing one is going to be caught off guard. He is definitely coming. And sometimes uh, we are to remind ourselves. Like you lift your hands and you shout a hallelujah. Tell yourself, Jesus is definitely coming. And you get up in the morning sometimes and say, Lord, I know you are coming. You got to speak to yourself sometimes. Time the world wants to dictate to you, wants to steal away the, your consciousness of the, the Lord Jesus is coming back for me. For he said, In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go. To prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you. I will come again. And I will receive you unto myself. That where I am. There he may be also. John 14, 2 to 3. Uh, that's the position of the, of, of, the, of the believer. That's the reward of the believer. He said he is coming back. If he told you uh, that he's going and that he's gone to prepare a place, he said, if I can say that, I want you to know assuredly that I am coming back to receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. First Thessalonians 5. Tells us, verse 2, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so come as a thief in the night. We know that the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night, but we are children of light and the children of day. We are not of darkness because we are not of darkness. That that day should overtake you as a thief. It will not come upon the believer as a thief. We are children of the light. The Lord's return, brothers and sisters, is imminent. We are seeing it more and more each day. Things are coming scary. Evil is increasing. Wickedness is upon the face of the land. 
men's hearts are now failing them for fear. They can't handle the times in which they live. The only thing that can keep us grounded in these days is the consciousness of the return of the Lord. Not a time for us to be caught up in the things of this world. But to be truly discerning the times. And truly understand that Christ's return is imminent. It can happen anytime. Now, here we have Jesus tells us then, be he also ready, for in such an hour as he think not the Son of Man cometh. Nobody is going to know. But the believer can be prepared for it. Live ready. Live prepared. Live with an expectation of his return. The believer must live with an expectation of the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. No man knows the day or the hour that he shall put in his appearance. But the believer is ready. He's faithful. In the book of First Thessalonians, Paul tells us that we are aware of the times and the seasons. That he says there's no need to write unto you. In other words, I don't have to tell you you're seeing it for yourselves. You see the times. You understand it. You have the ability to discern the times. He said, you yourselves know perfectly without a shadow of doubt that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. It's coming when at a time when no one expects it. He said, For when they shall say peace and save, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as a travail upon a woman with child, and they 
shall not escape. He's talking about those who are not prepared for the coming of the Lord. Sudden destruction. Cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child. And they shall not escape. No one can escape the coming of the Lord. No one. But Paul reminds us that. Brethren. We are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. Talk about that a little bit earlier. It cannot overtake us as a thief because we are looking for his return. We are watching. The believer, that moment will not overtake the believer as a thief because he's watchful. You get the understanding, brothers and sisters, how diligent we are to be in our duty of being watchful for the return of the Lord. When I say watchful, I mean every moment. Paul tells us we are children of the light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. We are the sons of God. In God, there's no darkness. And we belong to him. So Paul wants us to know that we are children of the light. We're walking in the light as he is in the light. So there's no occasion of stumbling. Because the light surrounds us. We're in the light. We're not afraid of his coming. The coming of the Lord does not terrorize the saint. It's a, it's, it's a moment of blessing. And so, Paul now is saying, therefore, let us not sleep as do others. Some are sleeping. Some are not watchful. Some have gone to sleep. But he said, let us watch and be sober. Be sober. That means our minds are fully engaged. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. And they that be drunk are drunk in the night. But let us, the children of the day, be sober. Putting on the breastplate of faith and love. And for a helmet, the hope of salvation. The believer lives with this. He's looking for the blessed hope. The return of the Lord. 
said, for God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Those who are in Christ are not under God's wrath. We're not afraid of his coming. When he comes, we're appointed to receive a reward from him. But those who reject him remains under the wrath of God. They are appointed to God's wrath. But the believer rejoices at his coming. He said, for God had not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together, together with him. Whether we have lived in this world, naturally we die, our earth is coming, we are alive and remain, we all should live together with him. Paul says, comfort yourselves together and edify one another. Brothers and sisters, uh, these are the days when we have to speak positively if there's ever a time. We've got to encourage each in the Lord. Edify one another. Build up each other. Even as also he do. Comfort ourselves. Take comfort. It's, a, it, it's, it's one of the most difficult times. And I believe things are only begun, be, begin to become more difficult. As time progresses. But the believer can take comfort. Take comfort. That the Lord did tell us. About this time. He did warn us. That these days. Will come upon us. But he reminds us to be watchful. Because he promises. That he is coming back. For his people. So we can take comfort. See, comfort yourselves together. A sense of, of unity amongst the brotherhood. Where we edify one another. Even as also he do. And we beseech you, Bertie, to know him. Know them which labor among you. And are over you in the Lord. And admonish you. And to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. And be at peace among yourselves. The believer or the believers can't act like the world is acting. Wars, quarrels, fights amongst people in this world. But when you look in the Lord's 
church, amongst the believers, we should see peace. We should see the peace that the Lord has left with us upon the lives of the believers. He said, now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. They got to be warned. Because the whole body is looking for the return of the Lord. And if there are those within the camp that's not that that is not sharing the same mind having the same mind as the other believers becomes unruly Paul says warn them he said comfort the feeble minded those minds that goes astray comes anxious that needs to be strengthened weak Paul says comfort them sometimes what they see or what they hear with their ears affects them but we comfort them and we comfort them with the word of God he says support the weak and be patient toward all men he says see that none render evil for evil unto any man love must have dominion love must rule our hearts Do not render evil for evil. In other words, if you see it, rebuke it. Don't cover it up. Rebuke it. Whatever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all Men, what we do in the church, practice it everywhere else. It means we're not just practicing Christianity when we come amongst ourselves. But we must be the living word. Allow the word of God to rule our hearts. He ends, and he said, rejoice evermore in these difficult seasons, times and the seasons, brethren. I have no need to write unto you, but I want you to rejoice evermore. Rejoice. Doesn't matter how difficult the days are. The fact that the believer He's watching and waiting for the Lord's return. He can rejoice. There's got to be joy in the life of the believer. He said, pray without ceasing. 
praying. We season having a prayerful life. Pray without season. That's the position of the believer. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Everything. Doesn't matter how bitter it may be. We can give thanks. Because he did face some bitter times. But he saw the joy that was set before him. We can look and see that day that is coming. A day of blessing, a day of reward. And because of that, in everything that we face here, we can give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Say, quench not the spirit. Quench not the spirit. Not talking about, it's not talking about speaking in tongues. The will of God must be performed at all times. What is to be done needs to be done. The word of God stands sure. Whatever the spirit says must be done. It says quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesies. Neither the word of prophecy. Or the person who is the Lord. The Lord is using to prophesy. The church must receive. The spirit of prophecy. Prove all things. Hold fast. That which is good. These times. Brothers and sisters. We're called upon to prove. All things. Everything. We don't listen to news and gossip. Somebody says something. About someone. You've got to prove it. Because that's that that's a person who has been watchful. You want to make sure that the unity remains amongst us. Hold fast that which is good and abstain from all appearance of evil. It looks like evil, appears like evil. Abstain from it. Abstain from it. Being watchful. Rejoice evermore. Being watchful. Pray without ceasing. Being watchful in everything. Give thanks. Quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesying. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Being watchful. Time clock. Is striking the hour. Jesus will soon appear. Song says, Glory, glory to God. 
the everlasting king. He's coming, brothers and sisters. He's coming back. We need not be weary in well-doing. But let's continue. Let's keep our minds engaged. Focus upon him. Look up to him. Let's not trust in our strength. Let's not trust in the system of this world. In money. In riches and the pride of life. But let's trust in him. Let's trust his words. He says, who then is a faithful and wise servant? Matthew 24, 45. Whom his Lord had made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season. He says, blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. He's engaged. He's doing what the Lord had called him to do. He remains watchful and faithful. He calls him a wise servant. He said he shall make him ruler over all his goods. We want to be wise tonight. We're getting ready to pray. We want to be wise tonight. We want to stay engaged. We want to stay focused. And if it be that we have become weak in our mind. We want to encourage such a one tonight. And to build up such a one tonight. Those who need to be comforted. We want to tonight. But we want to be alert, brothers and sisters. Evil is upon the land. Things are becoming more hard. These are difficult days. Difficult times. The world don't have an answer. Jesus is the answer. But the world reject the truth. But the believer has got to stand. Has got to remain faithful. I've got to stand at his post and know that the Lord who promised that he's, he's gone to prepare a place is the same one that said, I am coming back to receive you unto myself. That where I am, there he may be also. His words are true. He's faithful to his words. We can trust his words. We can cast ourselves upon his words. His words has the ability to sustain us, to keep us. Cannot return unto him void. What he says he will do, that's what he will do. Let us remain faithful. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's unmute our microphone. We're going to be praying. Hallelujah.